This is Bob St. Pierre from Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever with On the Wing Podcast and also KFAN's Fan Outdoors, your radio home for the Minnesota Vikings. And fittingly, I have the head coach, Mike Zimmer of the Minnesota Vikings, former defensive coordinator of the Bengals, the Falcons, the Cowboys. But I'm not going to ask any football questions today because I am here to talk with the 2017 Kentucky Landowner Conservationist of the Year and a Quail Forever member. Coach, thank you very much for uh, for joining me. Well, good. Thanks for having me, Bob. Uh, I, the 2017 Kentucky Landowner Conservationist of the Year. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'd rather be Coach of the Year, but uh, <laughs> but, but uh, it was no, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, I've done a lot of habitat work on my property down there in Kentucky, and uh, so it's, uh, you know, it, it was nice to be able to, to get that award. Tell me a little bit about what you've done on, on that property and what the the goal is, because I, yeah. I, I mentioned you're a Quail Forever member, so there's... Yeah. Thank you, by the way. Yeah, there's uh, there's obviously. Well, I love getting I love book. getting the magazines and reading all about it, and I mean it's it's great. I love it anyway. But uh, when when I first got there, um, it was fescue everywhere, mowed down, you know, and manicured. It looked perfect, and um, and I love the hunt. I love the wildlife, and so what what we did was um, first thing we started doing was putting in warm season grasses, and we've probably um i'm guessing maybe 50 acres so far i've still got one more it was so wet this spring we couldn't do very mm. much but um uh probably got 50 acres of warm season grasses that are really starting to take take hold now you know and seeing those clump grasses everywhere and the wildflowers that they have in it um so that's been going on i've probably got uh now i've probably got 60 acres of soybeans that a guy comes in and plants uh which is which is still good for that mm-hmm. i've been uh doing a lot of I planted um chestnut trees i've i've got probably six 16 or 17 of those planted planting apple trees you know all the persimmons all these different things for the wildlife and uh and now we've this year we probably planted five acres of corn that I just leave standing now for the for okay. the wildlife food plot. Yeah, um, I guess it's a food plot. I'm yeah. not you, you know d- you don't hunt on on the property or do well, you a little bit. Well, I do if I'm there. Okay, you know it's just it's just hard. <laughs> you with, don't want to be there. It's right? just hard for football season to get down sure. there too much. But I do have some people that go down there and hunt uh, that I let hunt there. But um, so we, I've done a lot of that. Um, been spraying a lot of the the honeysuckle the stuff stuff that we're trying to get rid of you know so so that's kind of what we've what we've done are you enrolled in any conservation programs like crp or equip or any of those no no um i just kind of basically i'm leaving all this like crp you know i don't really touch it or anything like that so uh but um uh it's mostly warm season grasses. I'm putting all those, okay. all native have native native warm season grasses. And uh, is your goal a particular species? Is it quail? Is it turkeys? Is it deer? Is it the whole uh, panacea? Well, um, I'm I'm trying to grow the deer bigger. Number mm. one, uh, the turkey population has exploded. The rabbit population has exploded. I've seen rabbits everywhere now, and the tur and so I'm trying to get quail. And you know having the habitat like when i first got there i could hear some quail um and i'd see some quail once in a while um and then this this 
spring for some reason. Habitat is outstanding for them now, and I can't find them. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's probably a good thing. Right? Yeah, I guess. I hope, I hope they're still there, but they'll be back. And you grew up in Illinois. Yeah. Um, did you grow up as a bird hunter? I did pheasant hunting. That's what okay. what I first started with. Uh, a friend of mine had uh, a Springer Spaniel, a couple of them, and so we would go w- walk the cornfields in Illinois when I was, I don't know, probably nine or ten, and uh, and that's how we started hunting pheasants. Wow. Any particular memory about? It? Did you grow up hunting with your dad? Or yeah. Friends yeah. Or? My dad. My dad was a football coach so he didn't have a lot of time to hunt in the yeah. fall either but but I did I used to love going hunting with him um he <laughs> he was pretty good too because when he started learning he 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 started hunting with two guys who were hip shooters huh. and so wow. if, he, if he wasn't fast he wasn't getting the birds yeah. so so uh but he w- he was a good shot and um but we you know always had a lot of fun I had a cornfield behind my house in uh in Lockport, Illinois, where I was, and so I'd get, I had a 20-gauge single shot, and I would walk out there by myself and just walk around the field, sometimes, you know, sometimes with just weeds, and you know how when that, when the, when the uh, pheasant flushes, it's, you know, it scares the crap out of you for a while, <laughs> but, but it was always fun, I probably yeah. didn't shoot very many of them with that single shot 20-gauge, Yeah, had the old hammer that you pull back, yeah. you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. What do you shoot these days? Um, you know, I've got all kinds of guns, um, uh, I just had a bunch of guys. I have a, sh- a shooting range um, that I have quite, um, clay bird thrower. Okay, in Kentucky. In Kentucky. So we shot a lot of the, uh, I got a 410 that we were shooting with, a 28 gauge, mm. uh, 20 gauge. Um, but I got 12 gauges and all that. It's just fun for me to yeah. go out there and shoot. And now I'm trying, because of my eye problems I've had, I've been shooting left-handed now. Really? So, yeah. so just for listeners that may not know, you had a detached retina about three years ago. Yeah. So you've had to learn how to shoot from the opposite side. Yeah. That's got to be a challenge. Yeah. It, it, it's, uh, it's a fun challenge, though. Huh. Um, the thing about it is, uh, for me, you know how you naturally react. And yep. you go, so now that's the part where you're, you're shouldering the gun, and uh, that part has been – the left-handed part isn't – isn't as bad as you think because I'm trying I'm learning how to shoot a bow left-handed too now I I just got a bow left-handed and um, so that it's a challenge but it's it's actually pretty fun Hmm. to be say you do it I just can't see well enough out of my right eye that I can focus on the bird or the or the sight on the on the bow do you think you'll become a better shot well, I hope so. <laughs> but were I, you a good I, shot to begin with? Well, I was okay, yeah. but um, I probably don't. I probably have a lot of room for improvement, so huh. I should be better. <laughs> uh, we talked. You grew up in Illinois, and you've coached with the Cowboys, Atlanta, Minnesota. Um, when did quail come into kind of your 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 part of your life? Was it when you were in Dallas? Yeah, when I was in Dallas, um, Jerry Jones has a the owner of the Cowboys has a. Uh, uh, a lease down at King Ranch and in, mm. in, down there in, in Texas, and he's so each lease I believe is like fifteen thousand acres, and he has I think one and a half, so he's got twenty some wow. thousand acres, and so um, they have a lot of good quail down there, and it's all managed really really nice, right. and uh, you know so you go out there and actually it's <laughs> you you'd be on the truck and you'd, and the and the dogs would go out you know and then they'd point and yep. then you'd get off and 
get the guns and walk up there and then they'd flush everywhere so but that was always that's actually why i bought a 28 gauge because that's what i used down there because right. i loved it so much and then um but they have you know they have all kinds of deer and i shot a nil guy down there and hmm. um so a lot of different things so it's it's all that's a great place and, and we talked before we turned down the the podcasting equi- equipment you would love to own a bird dog but it's pretty tough to do <laughs> that during hunting era football season yeah i've always had labs um uh, and all, they were always trained for hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, uh, when I was coaching in college, uh, I, I would shoot pheasants in in, wa- in the state of Washington. So you know, wa- we, we were al- almost in Idaho, so it was mm. it was pretty good there too. And they had the they had the uh, grouse. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm just you know I'm by myself, so I don't have anyone to take care of the dog during football season or when I'm going out of town and things like that. Sure, sure. Um, what about quail? gets you jacked up you know growing up with with pheasants quail are different right yeah it's um i think it's just the, the number one the excitement you know there's the 10 cubby. 10 birds coming out at once and then but the the other part is now that i that i'm trying to manage the, the habitat mm-hmm. is to see if how many i can get you know <laughs> if i can get three coveys on my property or four coveys or whatever it is um so that's kind of got my interest really good now that's fun uh you've been in minnesota here i think six years now Go, right? going on my six going season on six have you had an opportunity i know you've hunted turkeys because you got kind of have a tradition of yeah. turkey hunting on draft day yeah have you been out chasing roosters in in minnesota yet i have not um i don't think i've hunted any pheasants since i've been here uh i but i actually i was telling tom west our our um uh, pr guy that uh, I was. I used to live in off uh, 212 and mm. over there by Chanhassen. Yeah, west out of yeah. the city. And I would see, once in a while, you'd see a rooster fly across the road, you know, on, off off of 212. And so that, that was pretty cool. Or you'd hear yeah. them in the morning, you know, you hear them, hear them yeah. cackle. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Tell me about uh, turkey hunting on the morning of the draft. Is that a tension reliever for you? Uh, no, not really. It's just more of a, it's like... Uh, the draft starts at six o'clock, and so you know I can hunt till noon or whatever. I don't have to be here till five o'clock in the afternoon. So yeah. it was just a, when I could do it, just a time. You know, most of the other times, you know, you don't have time to do it. But but it was good. We always had fun. And, um, Les Pico and and Sheriff Dave down mm-hmm. at Lesseur County would take me out. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, you mentioned Les Pico, who I've known for a number of years. He's a Pheasants Forever member and. Um, uh, a member of your staff. How many players and, and coaches do bird hunt? Is that part of the culture? Or is it, um, you know, some do, some don't, just like society? I, I think some do and some don't, but mm-hmm. I think some of them have never been exposed to it before. Mm-hmm. But once they get exposed to it, then they really get turned on. Yeah. Actually, actually, one of we 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 have a defensive lineman. This this he wasn't hunting birds, but we have a defensive lineman named Danelle Hunter, mm-hmm. who is. I mean, you know, he, big, athletic, great kid, and never shot a bow before. And then he shot a bow, and I was in getting my left-handed bow at the at the bow shop at Cabin Fever, and um, they told me, well, Danelle Hunter was just in here. Huh. He he ordered a bow, you know. So uh, I know uh, Sharif Floyd used to have a bow. Uh, a lot of these guys, you know, they 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 get introduced to doing these different things yeah. and and that's one of the things that Les does really great you know he takes them down to to the um 
shooting range down there. And yeah, Caribou Gun Club. Yeah, and fish and the the fishing. Uh, you know, they take them out fishing. Some of these guys have never done any of this stuff before. Yeah. You know, they've never seen the outdoors like this. <laughs> but um, but they get turned on to it. Do you think that? since they're natural athletes that it translates into hunting or is it well they told me we had all of our rookies go out and they were shooting i think they were shooting clay birds and uh they said some of them who've never shot a gun before were really good and then some of them were not very good <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the rest yeah, of them. yeah sounds like me <laughs> well thank you very much for taking time most importantly thank you very much for being a member of quail forever and uh, congratulations on being the Kentucky Conservationist of the Year in 2017. Well, thank you, and I love, I love what uh, Pheasants Forever and Quail Forever do, does for the habitat, and and uh, you know I hope that everybody can get involved in this, and you know the more habitat we have, the better wildlife we'll have, and everybody will be happy. Well, thank you. That's all right, folks. You've heard it here. Uh, we've got a the Vikings head coach is a member of Quail Forever, so you know who you have to root for for the Super Bowl <laughs> this year. Right. Thank Thanks you very much for taking. Thank time. you. Yeah. Appreciate it.